Hello, I'm Kent Brockman, and this is Eye on Springfield. <laughs> oh, shoot. And welcome to this week's episode of the Ginger Talks podcast. My name is Ginger Snaps, and joining me, as per usual, the wonderful Druid Knowledge. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us this week is the wonderful bear of a man, Lava Monster. Lava so happy you're on the podcast, dude. I am happy to be here. I appreciate y'all uh, scraping the barrel uh, <laughs> this early on and getting me up in here. Oh, what the fuck ever. <laughs> if we were scraping the I mean, barrel, I'd have my brother on. I mean, oh, it, was a bit, it, it, was a, it was a bit of a stretch, but it is a pleasure. Uh, <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> so... Lava, you and I know each other through streaming. See. And you and Druid know each other through my chat. That is right. <laughs> so I guess tell tell us a little tell the, the kids at home a little bit about yourself. <laughs> oh shoot. Uh that's you know, one thing I didn't prepare for was this entire podcast. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't worry. Neither, neither did we. Nope. <laughs> Good. Love the chaos. Neutral chaos. Let's just see what happens. Yeah. Oh no. Um. Let's see. I um. Uh, I served ten years in the military. I've uh, did a little bit of a uh, little bit of all different kinds of jobs uh, through growing up, and then after the service and all that. Um, been a gamer for a large portion of my life. Uh, started back on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred and the regular NES, uh, and uh, just kind of as I went through life, uh, the gaming was uh, well for the most part a consistent thing throughout my life. Um, yeah, uh, I have a really cool career. I play with uh, electricity now. Ooh. And then in the evening times, I uh, I sit down and make myself look like a fool, which is very easy to do <laughs> on stream. And, uh, yeah, and that's how we uh, you and I crossed paths, was I did a raid on a uh, uh, OB Patrick camp uh, mm -hmm. months and months ago. Yeah. And then uh, he, I think you and him were playing Phasmo, and he would just hit affiliate, mm. and uh, that was uh, that was the start to this wonderful uh, train wreck of a relationship that we have. Yes. Meaning that you just can't look away, and you can't do nothing but laugh. Yeah, I <laughs> I was trying to remember earlier exactly how we cross paths, but that makes sense. 
that it was through Patrick. I mean, that's been since he hit affiliate at the beginning of February. And we are at the end of August as of time of recording. Yeah, uh, so I had just hit affiliate like a couple days after he did. Shit. Because uh, I had to... Well, I know one of the one of the questions that will get brought up, so I'll just go right on into it, is the uh, how I got started streaming. Uh, I met this group of people called Mantra Gaming Group, and, uh, well, I was actually gaming with them before the, the group was a thing. And a large portion of them are streamers, uh, at the time anyway, a large portion. Now we all mainly are. But anyway... Uh, so I started gaming with them and playing and uh, that dirty druid, which is uh, the other druid. Yes. Not the uh, druid, the other druid. <laughs> yeah. Oh damn. I was I was talking about I was talking about one evening about how um, streaming something I have thought about, but you know nobody wants to see uh, uh, a big bearded white dude with tattoos poorly playing games or you know mediocre at best and he's like fuck it dude just fire the camera up mm-hmm. what's the worst gonna happen you don't you find out you don't like it i was like you know what that's a very good point so i did and uh, about two or three streams into it uh having to learn everything i was like you know this is actually really fun mm-hmm. and uh, yeah so i started at the very end of december last year and by the first or second week of February, I had hit uh, affiliate due to the support system that I have. That's awesome. Yeah, fucking sick. Like, my <clears throat> my one-year anniversary is, is tomorrow. And I started streaming the end of August, and I hit affiliate in November... Nice. So I think everybody, out of everybody that I know who's started streaming, with the exception of maybe Lila, when they started streaming to the point that they hit affiliate was shorter than mine. <laughs> but uh, mine, my <laughs> personal experience really does have have to revolve around when I started streaming. I had a support group that mm-hmm. were there from start to finish. Yeah, and. Um, I give them as much credit as I can, and they always bitch about it. Like, you know, you put all the work in, and this, that, and yeah. Like, well, yeah, it's a, a double-sided coin. I mean, it's I got to put the work in, and I want to deliver something that you are at least going to be uh, somewhat entertained by when you feel obligated to show up. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, and, and the mantra crew is phenomenal. Oh, thank you, thank you. Like, I am happy to be on the fringe of that group and making friends with people in that group because they're they're good fucking people. I just haven't. <laughs> I'm. I uh, I have to agree with you on that. They're uh, some of the best uh, best friends I've made uh, over online stuff. Um, very supportive, and uh, I know we. We all got our little niche areas, uh, like uh, the other druid, he plays a lot of Apex. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cryptic Sister, she plays a lot of Call of Duty and stuff like that. But when it all comes down, we all got like these little different areas, like my thing, sound clips. It, and, no. Uh, 
<laughs> I mean, you yeah. you might have you might have heard, but um, so like we all got our little things that we bring to the table to help each other out with. So it's been really cool uh, since becoming a member of the group and um, seeing what all we bring. Uh, like the gaming team, Retry and Die, who is uh, also members of Mantra. Uh, Subtle Sledge is a phenomenal video editor, and uh, Killer Cups of Joy is a amazing graphic artist. And it's just uh, it's just really wild how uh, common drives bring people together. Mm-hmm. I, I suppose my lead-off question on that uh, is the you seem kind of laid back and uh, kind of have a realist perspective on what you're doing and how you're presenting yourself on the stream. So what was it like then to reach that affiliate level? Uh, what did it do for your channel? And do you feel kind of differently about the kind of content that you do now that it has that kind of pedigree behind it? Well, uh, I will say, I was, uh, I was secretly in my head. I was, I was telling myself that the only reason you're gonna make affiliate is because of your friends. And once you hit affiliate, you're gonna have like a cool first month of a lot of people showing up, and then it's just gonna completely die off. And um, I was okay with that. I really was, because I was like, well, you know, at least I can. Make me a couple bucks, and I can kind of you know, rub it in my you know family and friends' face. Like, ha! You told me I would never make any money playing video games, and here I got a check for twenty-five cents. But I'll take those fucking bitties. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> but I also knew that the more I did it, the more I enjoyed it. Like uh, as a uh, non-affiliate. I was working with a few other people and creating workarounds. So like channel points, you know, you go to an affiliate or partner stream, they have channel points mm-hmm. and uh, most of the time, you know, there are sound clips or there's something unique to that channel. Well, even as a non-affiliate, I figured a workaround for, for having sound clips on my channel with commands and was putting them out for chat so they could use those. The cool thing about that is with the commands, you don't ever run out of points. Right. And, uh, you know, again, it's, it, it's, it's real full circle because I, uh, I constantly had people supporting me, creating clips, doing cool stuff like that. So I always had something to draw from because the first couple of times I tried to go back and watch a VOD to clip it myself, I couldn't stand it. I, I don't like hearing my own voice, so... Same! Like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> welcome to the audio format. Yep. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> welcome to our fucking story, man. <laughs> but, so, uh, yeah, fast forward, like, two months or whatever it was, and um, I pick up affiliate... I'm like, okay, well, here, let's let's see what happens in the next three weeks. And at the end of three weeks, I was still, you know, because the hardest part about picking up affiliate, at least for me, was getting that average of three viewers. Mm-hmm. And um, so, anyway, three, four weeks after I pick up affiliate, 
I'm still averaging, you know, 2.8 to 3.8 viewers. And I'm like, okay, well, either I've just got really good friends or there's something here. And as much as I enjoy it, it's, uh, it's shining through a little bit. And then, uh, as I progressed on past that, that, that special number of 50, cause you had to get 50, uh, followers as one of the requirements for affiliate. And then I met people like camp and ginger, um, Pennywise, FPS. I was trying to think of some of their names off the top of my head without looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> but I started meeting these other people who have, you know, compared to me, significantly larger communities and start crossing paths with them. And, you know, like, you know, me and Ginger, we hit it off and, you know, we, we got in each other's discords, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Me and Camp, you know, me and Patrick, we hit it off because of our love of Elite. And it just seemed like the the more I did it and the further I branched out, more people I was I was finding more people that we really clicked with. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know, let's let's just see what's what's this is gonna do. And it's just uh, I think I was at seventy something followers, and I told the folks over at Mantra we were uh, having a little uh, group meeting. I said uh, I hit a hundred followers. I'm gonna do something special. Okay, yeah, awesome, awesome. So that's uh, so I hit a hundred followers back in July. So I got a little little stuff going on with it, but uh, it's just been really cool. I think the biggest change to my channel, because I I started off with the mindset of I'm gonna play what I want to play because I want to play it. Yeah. Because I don't want to I don't want to play and and keep hunting after the popular stuff because well one my system can't run some of the popular stuff. Well. Two, it, yeah, I mean, even though I try, but you know, the other stuff is, uh, if I don't really dig it, then I'm, it's going to come through. Cause I, uh, a lot of my enthusiasm is in my face, even if you can't see most of it because of the beard. <laughs> so if I'm bored with it, you're going to be able to fucking tell. Right. And, um, I, I so I just, you're totally, you're totally onto something there because I think that when it comes to channels with smaller follower accounts, there's this kind of aspect that larger channels don't have, where it becomes a um, an instance of showing personality and showing what you're into. Mm-hmm. So it, it 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 when you're like sub two hundred. You can't you can't fake that walk if you know what I mean. Yeah. And people are onto you if you are doing and stuff just for the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah, it really comes out. Uh, you know, and that's what I started off with my even before I hit affiliate it was like, okay, I'm gonna like one game I play is Elite Dangerous, and that's a very 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 niche game. Yeah. Um, but I was like, all right, well, I'm not, I'm not going to make my channel all about it, but I'm, I'm definitely, I'm not going to shy away from it just because I'm trying to hit affiliate mm-hmm. and actually introduce uh, uh, quite a few people to the game that never otherwise never would have looked into it. And I mean, I had some pretty good little views on it. 
but with that game, there's a lot of sitting around. So, uh, and that's what I, I realized early on with that was there's a lot of sitting around in that game. So what's keeping people entertained is the fact that I'm going back and forth with the friends that I'm playing with. Mm-hmm. So it's that, that stupid, you know, like, oh, that's what, that's what she said jokes and stuff like that. What? You never and, make jokes uh, like that. Never. No, no. I, not <laughs> in my Christian Minecraft server. Not in my Christian <laughs> Minecraft server. Hey, you can't catch a few varmint without uh, telling a few tales around the fire first. <laughs> That's right. So, <laughs> you know, I just, I played the games that I wanted to play, and um, just luckily, like, uh, me and Druid's interactions on Battlefield. And oh, I don't just, remember that. Well, you know, you, you were probably drunk. <laughs> The dirty oh. druid, not <laughs> not Doctor uh, Druid. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> oh, that guy. So, I was reading something that had to do with the podcast, and it cut off. So it said Ginger Snaps and Dr. Dot Dot Dot, and I was like, "This motherfucker really put his name as Doctor Druid," but he didn't. <laughs> it was just the way it naturally cut off. But so now I'm just calling him Doctor Druid. Well, you know, in the famous words of Matthew McConaughey, be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> hey, my mom says I'm plenty cool enough, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, oh, you're doing a podcast, aren't you? You're, <laughs> you're an only child, but you're still the coolest son that I've got. <laughs> Whereas your mama said you're so bright, she calls you son. I'm like, Fuck you, mom. <laughs> Whereas my mom is just like, oh, you're doing the internet thing, sweetie. Oh, that's so precious. Good job. Yeah, well, well done, my daughter uh, Ginger snaps there. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, you're doing the uh, you're doing the internet thing, internet thing real world there. Yeah. Hey, yeah, can you... you all are getting these high praises from your miles, and mine's just been quiet. No, my mom tells me to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, she. My mom's really She's... been taking this uh, social distancing thing serious. <laughs> Parental distancing. <laughs> That's my mom as well. She's like, I, I want nothing to do with you. Uh... I'm sorry, I, I got dead mom jokes. I, that's, I, was, I was trying so hard to keep it together, but those were dead mom jokes, and I knew they were. Um, well, my mom's alive, and she's still a joke. Oh! <laughs> no. no I, love you. I love you, Ma. Uh, so, hey, Ma. Hey, Ma, if you're listening, huh? Uh, well done. So, Druid, as a 29-year-old man, is going to get his ass beat by his mom. Perfect. World star. World Bring it star. on. Bring it on, bitch. <laughs> Bring it on. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Uh, oh. So, the, so the stream lava. Yeah, so about yeah, that stream yeah. lava. <laughs> well... Uh, yeah, so I just I started off playing the games I wanted to play, and I just kept with it. Uh, the only thing that's really changed since hitting the Philly has just been uh, branching out in the games that I wanted to play but never got around to playing, like Skyrim. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, kind of just... The, the thing is, like, I'll be real consistent, and I'll, I'll stream for four to five days a week sometimes. And then I'll be, like, these last two weeks where I've only streamed maybe two or three times in the last two, two weeks. Yeah. But it's just been because I've just not... So you, you, I've not felt you do it. it. You do it when it works for you. But it really sounds like you're a bit of a, like a workhorse um, going for it. How do you fit that into your kind of daily life? Oh, my God. So, I live in Kentucky, and I work in Georgia, which is yeah. two states away. So, I... So you I'm on li- the road. You literally take that midnight train. <laughs> yes, all the way to Georgia, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so what that does is it leaves me a lot of time in the hotel, and that's that was the whole premise that got me really intrigued about the streaming thing. Is, is I'm already going to be gaming with my friends, so I've learned to. Um, just kind of go with the flow on the uh, on the wonderful hotel internet, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, just you know, and it's been cool because I've I've learned a lot of things about bit rates and tricks and stuff like that. So I'm make I'm able to help other friends out who, you know, have internet issues and whatnot with their streams. But yeah, I just uh, I don't sleep much, so <laughs> I'm up late. And up early. And uh, so if I'm just going to be sitting around the hotel, like I don't don't really watch TV or nothing much. Uh, I haven't in the last three or four years, really. So I'm just going to be sitting there playing games anyway. And uh, I've, uh, I've always been kind of a techie. So I just uh, kind of just gravitated really towards it. So... You know, like an hour or two before stream, I'm working on stuff. And then I'll do my stream, and then an hour or two afterwards, I'm working on stuff. Uh, sound clips. Or if I hop into somebody else's stream, I'm clipping and sound clipping while I'm supporting them. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just you can really attest to that. Uh-huh. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's stuff that I just enjoy doing, so uh, it's... I said, I'm not gonna get much sleep anyway, so why why lay there in bed staring at a at a, a you know dark ceiling, wishing I could go to sleep and just laying there or staying up and hanging out with my friends and creating new friends and having fun doing it. Yeah. So this is the sound of me writing a eulogy for Hotel Skinemax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because why do I need that when I got Google Chrome? (laughs) Why do you need that when, never mind. Yeah, that that incognito mode uh, spy is really looking at you right now. (laughs) That's all right. I've uh, I've got a cease and desist letter from the FBI. They've had to send four of their agents to the the therapist. (laughs) God damn it. That's just after the Adzi episode. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it just devolves into gross sobbing. We love you, Adzi. <laughs> we love you. Allegedly. 
Oh, yeah, what's what's that what's that thing off the Matrix? And it's, it's like if Ginger is the Matrix's mother, then I am undoubtedly its father. God damn it! Ew! Ew! Gross! Well, you took that wrong. <laughs> Kidding. For fuck's sake! Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Hashtag blame lava. (laughs) Always. Always. That is a trending. It's not trending. (laughs) But it'd be cool if it was. (laughs) But you can find find that hashtag on both Twitter and TikTok. Oh my god. Just saying. That's fantastic. (laughs) Well, fuck a duck. Please don't. Jesus. They have corkscrew penises. <laughs> They're watertight, though. No, that's <laughs> Oh, goddammit. <laughs> oh, that makes Donald Duck's uh, bright blue school uniform fucking disgusting. That's why he, That's why he's uh, outlawed in Poland, though. Because uh, him and Winnie the Pooh, because neither one of them wear pants, and uh, what is it... Uh, that's con- they consider it nudity, and they don't allow their nudity on their uh, children's well, shows or something like that. I don't don't know all the details. Well, I'm sorry to say this live on the podcast, but fuck you, Poland, for not enjoying <laughs> lots of yummy honey. <laughs> oh my god! I I actually learned about uh, one of my Polish ancestors recently. Oh. And he went by the name of Loic Baumberg. Uh, so I recently went for a trip to my grandparents' house, and uh, I th- they had a new portrait on the wall, and it was a portrait painted in the 1700s of uh, my like great 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 grandfather Lowell Baumberg. He lived to 106. Holy fuck! Holy shit! And he. Uh, attributed the longevity of his years to eating nothing but peas. What? Yeah, Loic. They say in the end it was the uh, drink that killed him. Holy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a bit of a theme in my family history. What? No. Drinkers? Mm -hmm. Nine. Nine. I have no clue about that. Chugging out of a bottle. It's fine. I actually don't know if he's doing that for for the record. Uh, I'm not for the record. Thank you. Yeah, just, just, just. We do not promote alcoholism. Just a good hearty drink from time to time. Uh, I'm drinking a bottle of Cote de Rhone. Uh, from the villages of France, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Um, I was saying to Ginger just before we hit record that my dream is for a wine sponsor to sponsor the podcast. Be great. So, um, uh, vineyards, if you're listening, I'm ready to stand on your grapes. <laughs> and and any whiskey, bourbon, or Scotch makers. If you want to sponsor me just in general, my DMs are open. Slide on in there, baby. 
Like, I, I will, I will take, I will take that kind of sponsorship, hands down. <laughs> this I is... wish I was recording. There's like eight sound clips just in that one. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, uh, all right, uh, take up to Spotify. To all the the listeners, um, if you don't know already, this is the drunkest edition of Ginger Talks. Yes. Um, It's not just me slurring my words this time. There's two (laughs) other people doing it. (laughs) Uh, I'm not drinking liquor out of a coffee mug. Shut up. (laughs) Oh, my God. What a perpetual student. I mean, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> listen, I was offering to bring a dude cold brew yesterday in the hopes of uh, making a fool out of him on stream. So don't like. <laughs> oh I do a lot God. of stupid shit. It's just not all of it's on the internet. <laughs> you know what? Um. God willing, on the fucking Millennial Grease remake. Where it's like, <laughs> she brought me a cold brew. Granted me a fool. <laughs> it's, I, I never really drank cold brew until this last week. And now I'm just like, yo, bro, you want to go get a cold brew? Oh, it's freaking awesome. Like... I made the mistake of drinking two and a half cold brews in about eight hours. It's a mistake because caffeine and I have a complicated relationship. You're one of those. I can like pound (laughs) caffeine and then go take a nap or I can pound caffeine and then I can smell colors. I got you. Yeah, yeah. usually because you're painting. He's some painting caffeine. But then, like, I don't sleep for two days, and I can hear flavors. Like, uh, it's it's just it gets fucking ridiculous. And fucking hear flavors. Yep. There's the episode name. <laughs> Everybody. Uh, listening to flavors. Yeah. It all uh, I can hear flavors, and they're all saying ginger. <laughs> the fuck do you think you're doing? Yeah, ginger. They're all saying ginger. Hi, I'm Mick Jagger, and <laughs> <laughs> the only flavor I can fucking hear is ginger. <laughs> is that the celebrity we're roasting this time? <laughs> Uh, one of many, I'm sure. <laughs> I am positive of it. Oh, yeah. All right, baby. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Can Can I just say something? Druid, I think you've no. you've seen me talk about this in chat before. Lava, I will do what I want. This is my podcast, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Druid, do you remember we were sitting in chat at emo social club one night and I was complaining about mouths and how mouths freaked me out. Um, well, maybe vaguely. Okay. And Mick got a fucking crap of a mouth. So what, what prompted me to bring that up in the emo social club 
was we were watching a music video of Panic at the Disco, and Brendan Urie has the same kind of mouth as Mick Jagger in the way that it moves and does stuff. And I love the Stones. I love Panic. I love Brendan Urie. But I can't fucking look at their mouths because they freak me out. How do you feel about <laughs> Aerosmith? Oh, same thing. Steven Tyler's got, yeah. the, he yeah. got the same thing going on. I can't fucking do it. Fucking rubber lips, you getting like a Christmas cracker. Yeah, I, like it, it just freaks me the fuck out. But I respect the shit out of them and their musical ab- ability. But like, your mouth should not do that. <laughs> and I chime in with a haven't you people ever fucking heard of? <laughs> Closing the goddamn door. <laughs> yeah, Aerosmith, like that's, um, that's an elastic as fuck, mate. I and just. It, it managed to get that mouth is so elastic. It managed to get itself all the all the way around the dick of Bruce Willis in Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> Enough to revive his career, apparently. Yeah. I don't want to miss a thing. Fucking Aerosmith. Fucking man. I saw Steve. a uh, meme on uh, Stephen Tyler the other. Uh, it's been a couple months ago. It was like. Steven Tyler has turned into somebody's lost grandmother looking <laughs> looking for their crochet sets. <laughs> a picture of him and his hair's up in a bun and he's got this like oversized uh, throw on. I don't know what you would call it. But yeah, he just looked like, like a old grandmother that's trying to be hip. Yeah, well, yeah. Imagine the uh, you know the Bloomingdale's Tannoy going like uh, clean up in aisle five. We've got uh, we've got an old age pensioner in aisle seventy five looking at leopard skin attaché cases and you say like fuck is my favorite color yeah and then Joe Perry Joe Perry is just face palming in the corner and he looks like fucking Patrick Stewart. <laughs> I believe, sir, it is Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh shit! Uh, well, I'm British, and I like fuck the Queen. Oh! <laughs> when I fucking, I'm gonna right. Okay, I'm gonna give this to all the listeners now. When I fucking beehive over here, right? <laughs> fuck, fuck the Queen. <laughs> fuck Trafalgar Square. I'm doing this on my own. <laughs> Sounds like there's a new queen bee over there. <laughs> Her name is Druid Knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Take that, dirty Druid. <laughs> Dropping names, oh, shit. I'm taking this one straight to the Mantra Hive. (laughs) Of which I have the utmost respect and love. (laughs) Allegedly. More so than you do that fucking queen of yours. Oh, that bitch. (laughs) That that tired old bitch. She's got it coming. Mutton dressed as lamb, I tell you, lava. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. drink more of my 
my drink. Uh, you guys. Your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking. How did I know that chat or listeners? Because I'm fucking psychic. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I love my mug. I'm drinking oh, no. a little bit of Raphael. I'm drinking a little bit of Raphael right now. Oh my god. So. I really wanted Donatello, but they were all sold out. <laughs> so as a child, I I loved Mikey. But you're a child? I said when I was a child. As a child. Oh, oh, oh. I am not a child. Oh, thank God. <laughs> that would make a whole lot of things real creepy. <laughs> real quick. <laughs> yep. Um, but as a child, I loved Mikey. I thought he was the fucking greatest he was the funniest and as i've become an adult i'm like oh bitch i am Raphael all the way like fucking hate people like leave me the fuck alone like <laughs> what do you say mikey oh so you're on about michelangelo but like imagine being michelangelo who we all call mikey and having two eyes and then after 30 years becoming the second most famous green person called Mikey because of Monsters, Inc. And he's only got one eye. (laughs) That's an existential crisis right there. I have uh, not put any thought into that. Right? Well, do you know who did? (laughs) Uh, The original druid. Oh! No. Billy fucking Crystal. (laughs) The original druid. Uh, Fuck you. Well, I I was actually calling you the original druid this time. Thank you. (laughs) Don't make me regret it. That that other guy. (laughs) That filthy charlatan that you're friends with. (laughs) Druid 2.0. Fucking uh, the Pepsi to my Coke. Oh, my God. So a friend of mine... Veering even farther off of any topic we've been on tonight. Um, we've been on topic? Uh, yeah, yeah, apparently. Um, a, friend of, a friend of mine sent me a voice message today that was talking about uh, caramel Pepsi. And about the riggery and the bullshit and, and who the fuck does Pepsi think they are for trying to get us to drink caramel Pepsi. And she's having, like, a full fucking moment, and I'm like, bruh, I never heard of that shit, but okay. <laughs> and, like, she's full... So, I'm Googling it as you're talking about it. And it's a thing. Like... Salted she, caramel Pepsi. She told me, she said, uh, leave it to Pepsi to not give us the things that we want but instead give us things like salted caramel Pepsi and give us all of the flavors of Mountain Dew. And I was like, how dare you besperge Mountain Dew? How, how dare? How dare you speak ill of my fucking elixir of life? I've never heard anything that's going to make Gen Z hate us millennials more than fucking salted caramel Pepsi. Right. <laughs> What? I don't know how I feel about it, because I love salted caramel. Oh, me too, but... 
I don't know if I want a Pepsi flavored salt and caramel. Like, fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm sorry, guys, but no amount of celebrity endorsement can make me think that's a good idea. A salty drink. Right. And then she had the audacity to follow up that voice message with another message that said, but I mix Coca-Cola and coffee. And I was like, the actual fuck. <laughs> Isn't that just cocaine? A, a, like, I don't, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> I'm so confused. Like, I drink some weird shit, but goddamn. No, yeah, I don't, me... like, I've seen the Coca-Cola coffees. And actually, I think my wife had one a couple of weeks ago. She is giving a disgusted face. Eh? Or that's just what she looks at me with. Yeah. I ain't sure which. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like, and then like, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, four, I don't know. Fuck, I can't, I can barely count. But, um, <laughs> take off your shoes. They, It'll help. Yeah. I can only go to 21, then I got to start over. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Mountain Dew released that they're, they're they're releasing an alcoholic version Mountain Dew, <gasps> like and it's just gonna be different flavors. <gasps> it's essentially gonna be four local, but Mountain Dew flavored. <gasps> I'm so excited by that. I bought. I don't know how I feel about it. Like I have a, such a bad. Uh... So, 2000 and. Three. <laughs> I was what? What? <laughs> there was a giggle. What? To... What? What? What's? What was you like in middle school in two thousand three? I st- I started high school. <laughs> what about you? Senorita Ginger Snaps. I was I was in middle school probably. Okay, well I don't know what I, fucking, I don't know what middle school is. It's Well that's like sixth to eighth grade. Yeah. Junior high. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Now we're in my wheelhouse. <laughs> there you go. So in two thousand three I was coming back from my first trip to war. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, I was, I, I, I was listening we to Green Day, and <laughs> right. they didn't like that one. <laughs> yeah. Not my president. But uh, you, I stopped in started. Australia, and that was the first place I had ever been to that had pre-made drinks, like in cans and bottles. Oh, yeah. And they had these Jack and Cokes. I'm like, okay, I can, I can, I can be savvy with that. No, 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 the fuck, I couldn't. Holy <laughs> shit. It was super stale soda and subpar liquor. And, oh my God, I just, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't do it. And then, like, two years after after that, I start seeing them in the States, like these, uh, you know, rum and Coke drinks, these... Mm-hmm. All these pre-mixed things, and you, like Long Island iced tea. I'm like, okay, fuck, I can get down on a Long Island iced tea. No, the fuck you and couldn't. Then you, crack the, then you crack the crack it open. You're like, oh no, oh. like come close to pouring it out. And, and I don't abuse alcohol like that. That's a, but yeah. damn, it was nasty shit. 
I'm I'm not too uh, not too thrilled. I mean, I'm still going to try one. Well, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> but I'm still going to try one of the Mountain Dew ones. But I'm not. I'm not putting it up in high regards. So I, I'm scared of Mountain Dew because of its color. <laughs> what the? I mean, nothing like. For fuck's sake! I mean, it looks like Matrix code in the box. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> looks disgusting. I it's a lot like uh, potted meat, bologna, hot dogs, anything <laughs> like that. Yep. Um, it's you know, you, ve- don't, you don't you don't veg- look at I'm, it. I'm vegetarian. Yep. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Uh, but she wasn't always. <laughs> uh. Well, no. So, but all all I'm saying about uh, about those things are Mountain Dew is a lot like that. You don't look at it, you don't make eye contact, and you definitely don't read the ingredients. Which I'm currently doing because I emptied a two liter of Mountain Dew into my gullet yeah. earlier today. Mountain Dew's not bad as far as the ingredients. You just don't want to look at it. Because right. it looks like every fucking cartoon from the 90s rendition of Radioactive Ooze. Right. Yeah, it's the it's it's the background of a Bart Simpson's pog. Yes. Yeah. That too. Well, and so like the OG Four Locos when those first came out, we won't talk about uh, how old I was or how they were obtained. But I drank two full Four Locos, and might have inhaled some other uh, stuff, herb, herbal. <laughs> substances oh yeah catnip yeah yeah and uh (laughs) i was allergic to something in that second can which then caused me to throw up and four locos got pulled off the market they reformulated them and then they put them back out and I had a Four loco in the last five years. It was not great. It's not how I remember it being. But even then, it wasn't that great. So I, <laughs> I'm like... I don't know, dude. So, so over here, over here we've got... Over here we've got Dragon Soup. The fuck? And yeah, yeah. It's called Dragon Soup. It comes in a can... And it turns you into Tony Montana from Scarface within about 20 minutes. Oh, shit. Oh, seriously. I'll take your fucking ball. And you're just awake. You're so awake. You're so drunk. It's like, what uh, What prime Tinder? Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I'm not, I do really good at not, like, getting smashed and swiping on Tinder, because, you know, I'm single, and everybody seems to think that because I'm single, I'm like, oh my god, let's go get fucked up, let's party, let's, oh my my god, it's Carrie Bradshaw. And everybody's just like, oh, so you're just, like, hooking up with people on the reg. And I'm like, do you know how busy I am? 
do you know how much <laughs> shit I do? What the fuck makes you think I've got time to do anything? There's a reason I'm drinking while recording the podcast, because I don't have time to sit and drink for myself. <laughs> Uh, like yeah, that's, exactly, that's exactly the reason I'm drinking during the podcast. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure, same. Uh, totally. Uh, <laughs> wow, dude. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's fucking wild. Like everybody and and I made the mistake of swiping on Tinder when I was bored. I wasn't even drunk. I was bored. And. I got propositioned to be in adult films before 9am on a Monday morning. I remember that tweet. I, and, I, I went on Tinder just before I met my girlfriend and I ended up speaking to a girl for two weeks about Jurassic Park trivia. <laughs> and that's a real connection. I mean, that was the end. That was the end of my spell on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh well, you know, Steven Spielberg, what a visionary!" Uh, hey, did did you know that uh, they ripped off that scene in Toy Story? <laughs> <laughs> the thing that cracks like, me up is I was just talking. We were just talking about Tinder, and my Tinder. Gave me a notification. Anyway, proceed. It heard you. It did. Yeah, it's like, oh, drinking, podcast, sounds like bad decisions to be made. Hmm. You, sh- you should start swiping. <laughs> and it tells yeah, me... Just, sw- just swipe, bitch. And it tells me <laughs> frequently, swipe right more to get your profile viewed. And I was like, oh. no. <laughs> What, 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 about, standards. what about that super swipe on guy? Really like you. Oh, God. Or it's like, Fuck you should off. upgrade your like to a super like. And I'm like, I don't need, I don't like anybody enough to super like anybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I love my friends. Like, don't, nobody take that the, like, the yeah, worst way possible. We know what you meant. But there ain't. super like any of us, guys. Shut up. You heard her say it herself. Shut up. I don't like... And when this comes out on Spotify, y'all will hear it through sound clip. Fuck. <laughs> but it's it's not that I... It's it's the, I'm not going to look at someone and go, oh my god, I super like you. Like, no. No. Well, I, I swiped right twice. Uh, uh. Hey, you want to hang out at, at IHOP? Or something. I don't know. Oh, don't get me started on bad first dates, for fuck's sakes. Well, what? Uh, I can you... on a bad first date. Yeah, Around they, here they, it is. <laughs> they, they, cook, they cook their eggs to uh, perfection first time. Oh, yeah, every time. Oh, well, <laughs> every time. You know what you're getting in an IHOP? What's your profanity? I had a dude, uh, so I'm going on this trip here in a few days. Oh, fuck, that's in a few days. In your favorite rocket ship? Uh, (laughs) Going through the sky? (laughs) But my buddy... God damn it. (laughs) God damn it, sir. Uh, 
but my buddy was just like, I'd really like to go to a Waffle House. And I'm like, okay, we can go to a fucking Waffle House. And he's like, but is it safe? And I was like, you're going to be with me. And he goes, I don't know if that makes us safer or not. <laughs> Listen, Waffle House don't have a, sh- a shit ton of like bad stuff going on about it because it's kind of like a crackhead ain't going to steal shit from his direct neighbor. Right. Because he don't want the cops up in his shit. Right. And that's the same thing with Waffle House. Nobody going to come to Waffle House and start shit intentionally because they don't want the cops there because everybody, every booth has got its own story. Oh, yeah. You know, there's meth in that booth. There's heroin in that one. These ones are having an affair with the ones over there. Yep. Like, they don't want nobody up in their shit. And what's going to happen when a dude from New England, a, a chick from the Midwest... And a chick from uh, the deserts out west. What are they going to do when those three people walk into a fucking Waffle House? Oh, and a 21-year-old covered in tattoos. Like They're going to they're gonna start a Chick-fil-A? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, bro, Waffle House ain't that bad. Like, you don't have to be scared of Waffle House because you don't like confrontation. Like, anything happens, I got it. However. <laughs> well, I will say that if if they want to go experience something that could have a hint of danger while you all are where you are going to be at, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I can take them to a few places <laughs> that they're not going to be happy about. <laughs> If that's what they really want in life, if they want a little flavor of danger. They don't want to go to your hotel room, dude. Come on now. No, no, no. That's, that's on my OnlyFans. Y'all shut up. I'm sorry. I see Lava, Lava do the downward dog. <laughs> it's, it's just me doing naked yoga. Oh my god. Salute, salute to the sun, fucking bitches. Top zero point five percent. People subscribe just so I'll put clothes on. <laughs> uh, did you guys see the articles about um, women exposing their cooches to the sun to soak in more vitamin D? Oh, that's no. not how you do it. Their anatomy class lied. <laughs> I fu- I if fucking... you want vitamin D, you gotta swipe right on Tinder. <laughs> I, I fucking miss orange juice. <laughs> oh, that's C. Fuck me. <laughs> You're thinking about Sunny D. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to turn it. I'm turning fucking orange right now. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. The voice is incoming then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew it was going to be a feature. <laughs> no, the the whole fucking thing of like women during quarantine going out and then just like going spread eagle towards the sun to quote unquote soak in more vitamin D. I don't need a sunburned cooch to get more vitamin D. 
They're like, just trying to signal the spaceships. I mean, probably. I'm just thinking about like a horrifically beached, uh, bleached, sorry, Betty White. <laughs> and I'm, oh, I'm like starting to pay well, down. Was there ever a question asked about these women who were doing that? Like how many of them had a empty fish bowl in their house and said, thanks for the fish? Uh, God damn um, it! No, they salute to the sun with their vaginas, and all all of these people have got um, a wooden ornament in their house that just says "home." Yeah, and they've got crystals <laughs> lining their windowsill. Yeah, you know, oh, live, laugh, love. Here's a picture of my grandfather and a, a copy of the magicians on DVD. So the empty fish take. Ginger was a nod to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I know. Uh, okay, well, you just like I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe I didn't hear what I. I I just refused <laughs> to respond. <laughs> I refused. <laughs> don't forget your towel. Yes. I was just thinking about uh, sun scorched cats. <laughs> Yeah. Cats, air quotes, strong. Um, yeah, yeah, a load of blonde cats. Mm. <laughs> like a blonde cat. <laughs> like, oh, your, your cat sure is blonde. Uh, oh, he's uh, German. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no! Nine! Holy fuck. Uh, so many places I'll never be allowed to go because of this one episode of the podcast. Uh, don't worry, we, we've got about ten minutes of material about the whole, <laughs> the whole conversation. Right? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. I don't see Jeff Bezos okaying this one. <laughs> Suck it, Bezos. Yeah, and and just for just for the reason that <laughs> that we've all found out that he, that he flaunts his pussy in front of the sun. <laughs> <laughs> He's divorced. He doesn't have one. Come on now. I I actually well I I hey I'm Jeff Bezos and uh, actually the only reason I actually went to space was so my pussy could be closer to the sun. <laughs> to the sun. <laughs> A dick in his dick rocket went to space to get his pussy closer to the sun. <clears throat> hey, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a floating, circumcised dick, but my pussy can still get closer to the sun. <laughs> I just want to know one thing about the whole Bezos stuff. Where's the fucking real-life Clark Kent? <laughs> he has every makings to be fucking Lex Luthor. He's rich, he's bald... He, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't venture to. I would say it's not a hard thing to venture to say that there is a room in his in that man's house. Sorry, mansion. That's a fucking humongous lead door that is chock full of these shiny green rocks. Uh, they're actually only waiting for Timothy Chalamet to go through puberty. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. God damn it. <laughs> and then 
then like they're going to get Christopher Nolan to make a film about uh, racist cops being the best people in the world. Has <laughs> it been like two or three of those already? Oh, there's an entire TV show about it, didn't you know? Oh yeah, well, in the heat of the night. Cops. <laughs> cops. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't moved on from watching Chips. <laughs> so, speaking of Tinder and and cops, um... oh my, well, what a good, what a duo! So... Name, a, name a more iconic duo, I wait. <laughs> so, I had matched with this dude on Tinder shortly after my divorce, and I drove the twenty minutes to his house. And I was we were sitting there, we were watching TV and all of a sudden cops like cops kicks on and we're watching cops. And I look up from my phone and a dude I went to high school with was getting arrested on cops. (laughs) And I'm like, holy fuck, holy fuck. And the dude's just like, are you okay? And I was just like, yeah, no, everything is fine. It's 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 cool. He goes, do you do I need to change? He's like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. Like he's like, are you freaked out by this or something? I was like, no, it, it, I know that dude. He goes, what? No way. And I was like, yeah, it's complicated history. And he wanted to have a long discussion about how I knew the dude that was getting arrested on cops, and then wanted to go bork in his bedroom. And I'm like. We are not talking about this. We are not doing this. I'm leaving. I'll see you later. Good luck. <laughs> swipe left. Oh, Just dear. swipe left, man. Swipe <laughs> left. So, so, cops ruined. It's so hot that you knew a guy that was getting arrested <laughs> on TV. Dude. Well, well. <laughs> hey, uh, why don't you take your shirt off? I just... uh, because this guy on Cubs uh, uh, being profiled, I really like him. <laughs> does he? Does he do it for you? Uh, oh well. <laughs> what, what? What did he do with him <laughs> when he knew it was cool? Like, uh, oh, like how, how, how good you know him? <laughs> <laughs> Some of the things you guys have said are. Too close to reality, and all the way up until you did that fucking Ned voice. Now I just can't. <laughs> I need more ginger in my diet. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I, I've heard g- ginger is medicinal for my voice. <laughs> now suck my cock. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you were looking for more vitamin D. <laughs> Vitamin me and you. (laughs) Um, I, uh, the guy, the guy that used to uh, try and like kind of bully me at school was in the most ridiculous reality show, uh, possibly ever, and he made such. No, no, no. Well, that's not. I know he, it's not. I'm just fucking. <laughs> he he was in uh, a show called a, a UK MTV show called X on the Beach. 
and he made such a fucking asshole of himself that it was like the biggest uh, vindication that I could have ever imagined. Uh, he goes on there and he goes, "All right, I'm Brad, and I've got a tanned dick." Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, I've got a tanned dick. And uh, then he's like, "I've had sex on the country lane. I've had sex on the bonnet of my car." Uh, but then there was someone wanted to do some lingerie stuff, and I said no. <laughs> wow! Yeah, and this, like this guy for, I I went to elementary and high school with him, and he was a miserable bastard. Like for years, the ultimate vindication uh, was seeing him turn up to this reality show because he was quite short, and he thought he was hot shit at school, and he was quite short. He comes on. And it's all about like kind of hooking up with girls on an island, and they were like, "Brad's so short. <laughs> I think he might be a child." <laughs> it's the ultimate, uh, ultimate like vindication you can't imagine. <laughs> because like, there, were, there were friends of mine. He like did bully like quite badly and made their lives miserable and then he made such an ass out of himself on uh, MTV. (laughs) Took away any bullying credentials he had. Mm -hmm. He was like, fuck fuck you, Brad. (laughs) You heard it here, folks. Fuck you, Brad. Hashtag fuck you, Brad. Brad Hayward. I'll I'll dox him, Brad Haywood. (laughs) You're a fucking arsehole. (laughs) You're a shit piece. We got no place for bullies around here. No. Pieces of shit. How dare you bully me for my voice, Brad? I almost made a statement that was not going to end well. No, 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 no. Go for it. You got to now. <laughs> I mean, Drew and myself, we're making fools of ourselves. Feeling brave, are you? Any bullies around here got to deal with me and my fist, and then I just stopped myself because I couldn't say it in that moment with a straight fucking face. <laughs> yeah, well. I've, I've heard your sound clips about your fist. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> So, listeners of the podcast, I invite you to use the new hashtag fisting for Ginger. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, it's awesome. No. No, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. No, 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 yes. no, no. Oh, yes. Oh, I can't believe I got all that hashtag in. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> the whole, the whole sprig of Ginger? <laughs> And that's been the Ginger Ginger Talks podcast. Thank you so much, everybody. (laughs) And that's the Ginger Ginger Talks podcast. Uh, We're all drunk. I'm not drunk, you're drunk. Hey, why didn't you tell me more about your stream, Lava? I would, but I think we've, uh, we've done beat that dead horse. 
God damn it. You put you all put your ankles on the nag in my stream. Mm. Nah. Nah. Oh, fuck you both. <laughs> I'm just drinking, okay? Don't 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 Yeah, don't. yeah. Well, I, I think it's important to say that um for the listeners at home, this is the drunk podcast. This is the fucked up. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, man. I, I am wanted. I don't so know. So I know, like, at the end of the stream, we're going to get to talk about, like, oh, where you can find me and stuff. Just, uh, just the listeners know that, you know, Yes, people actually do have to get drunk to even have a have a conversation with me. So <laughs> oh, what the fuck ever! Don't worry about don't worry about dropping by. <laughs> oh my god, you make me sound like a terrible friend when you say shit like that. I love talking to you, even when you're trolling me. I troll never. Thirsty chat. That was not me. It started it. But you participated very heavily in it. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. So Leon and all. <laughs> listeners who've never seen my stream, uh, I am not your typical uh, blonde bombshell. And I don't act like your typical blonde bombshell, obviously. For some reason, I'm playing a scary game and all my chat is doing is being thirsty as fuck. <laughs> And trying their hardest to make me blush. And you know, to in defense of, of Chad, it was you who was talking about running away from daddy. I didn't say the word daddy. You read it off of somebody else's comment. I I wasn't paying attention as I was reading it, and somebody used the word daddy, and then chat just spiraled down into Bonk Town. Like, Ooh. subtle Bonk Town. Ooh, he says. But Bonk Town. <laughs> Druid, you participated in it just as much. <laughs> I can't think of anyone I want to fuck less than my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Uh, he looks—he he looks too much like me. <laughs> but yeah. at that point, it's just masturbation, right? I was—I was just about yeah, to say. Well, yeah, I, I'd feel like I was using him. It's like, that, oh, that's no. the reason you draw a line, not because of yeah, anything. Like else. Just, just jacking off again it isn't worth the breath. Oh, here we go again, Dad. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> here we go again, Dad. Here we go again. Oh, wow. Just get on it this time, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Each one of those motions, how predictable. Oh, oh God, no. Stop um, Cutting all of that out. Yes, please, for the love of God. <laughs> Jesus, so much unusable content. This is for the uh, Patreon subscribers. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I tease the Patreon every week. Um, but then you, you guys, you, yeah, but then you guys all told me it's not worth it. 
Oh, what the fuck ever. Listeners, listeners are the ones that told you that. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Shots well, fired. You're one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up. So, Lava is our biggest fan, apparently. Physically and literally. The the (laughs) scale of the man. Like, I can't wait for the day that I meet you face to face and I have to look up at you to talk to you. I knew I was going to have to squat down to be able to see you face to face. (laughs) I'm not that sure. I can't wait to, for the day that we meet and uh, instead of kissing your mouth, I've got to kiss your hairy chest. <laughs> <laughs> so swarthy, so swarthy is the man, uh, lava. Kiss <laughs> him <laughs> <laughs> directly in the centre of the chest. No nipple. No, no, let's, no. Uh, <laughs> let's not. Let's you not. You know, it's it. it's whatever you're comfortable with. <laughs> I've I've made my boundaries clear. <laughs> no nips, just it, tips. Like, it, yeah, I, he starts shifting to the left. I'm like, no lover. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Jesus Christ! Not for night. No nips, not just night. tips, baby. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the great Twitch streaming poke in the back. More unusable content? <laughs> Lit, literally unusable. Literally too hot for... Too hot for... Spotify. Yes. <laughs> We've got about... <laughs> We're going to be going all night because we've got about 20 minutes. Of... <laughs> Three hours to give 20 minutes of content. I mean, it's like... every sexual encounter ever. Yeah. I've, got my, I've got my stopwatch going. And yeah, we've, re- we've, reached my, uh, we've reached my all-time high. <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh, shit. Nice. Wait, so many good memories. Literally minutes to unfold. <laughs> oh, shit. Swipe right on Viagra, guy. Oh, my God. Don't. Wait, <laughs> fucking yeah, Viagra guy. Viagra guy, you know, <laughs> fucking hard, hard lodging in charge over there. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the Matrix. He took the blue pill, and he's he's had a hard time ever since. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Fuck it. He made more. He, he made more. He made Morpheus look like a flat pancake. <laughs> said he took the pill and it got stuck in his throat. I've had, a stiff, a, stiff I've had a stiff neck for hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. You had to know there's going to be a dad joke segment. Yes, yes, I know, but I... Uh... <laughs> Fucking love it. Love uh... a good dad joke. Oh, shit. Uh, what made the math book sad? Hmm. It was all full of problems. Oh. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> 
And that, that's the only usable bit of content we've got in the whole podcast. So. <laughs> if you could laugh, if you can laugh a little bit more, <laughs> so I can edit it in. Yeah, like treat it like it's my new rap album. Oh, shit. It's a mix. Druid Flowage. Dr. Druid. Yeah. Druid Flowage does not sound like a rap album as much as it sounds like a a bad side effect to a pharmaceutical. Yep. It it sounds like a vegetable your child doesn't want to eat. (laughs) If you take this, you might suffer from Druid Flowage. If you suffer from druid fluid more than two hours, call a physician. Hey, finally, Dad, I'm the Splooge Meister. Oh. Oh, no, well, no, 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 no. The hard left on that one. Yep. Yeah, wow. This is uh, the Stifler Talks. We we hard left back into Dad Town. And... Well, hey, I love the fucking Eagles. God damn it. Well, hey, uh, hey, they made, uh, they were good Christian boys. They made some good albums uh, under the helm of David Geffen. And, uh, wow, uh, that entrepreneur sure did a good job of those boys. You sound legitimately like my father. Stop it. Yeah, Eagles was one that I felt was, uh, they had some good songs, but I didn't understand the hype behind them as much as it was. Uh, well, I think the hype, the hype came from, uh, they came out of a load of smaller artists uh, that were better than them that captured the zeitgeist. So when the Eagles come out and like they're, they're with Neil Young, they're with Joni Mitchell, they're with mm-hmm. Crosby, Stills and Nash. The Eagles come out and they capture that sound completely mm-hmm. uh, in a more commercial way and then they're able to like take it and run with it. Yeah, catapult off with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are a bunch of artists from mine and Druid's, like, late teen years that did the exact same thing they were featured a whole bunch and then they finally landed on a solo career and whether their music was good or not they still had their solo career yeah there's a few of them like it when i was coming up through high school and all that like i mean so like i graduated high school in 2001 So that was my high school years was the Britney Spears, Mm -hmm. uh, Backstreet, uh, Uh, such a a weird time for music. Yeah. Yes, it was such a terrible time. But then you also had bands like Marcy's Playground. Yes. And uh, Papa Roach and these bands that kind of were like so weird and different and have went on to do good but like Backstreet Boys they petered out but mm-hmm. yet Justin Timberlake went and successful uh, actor and a solo musician and mm-hmm. all that music producer yeah but yeah it's 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 always kind of weird like you think about it though like a lot of 
I can't really think of any generation that didn't have something similar to that. Mm-hmm. Just it, maybe different genres of music. Yeah. And music right now seems to be really weird in the last five years or so. Like, because we're getting old. <laughs> Shut up. Ooh. Well, you guys are getting old. You're just catching up with me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I haven't really enjoyed new tracks from artists in the last three to five years. Like, I might find the occasional one every now and then, but I just, I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting jaded with music or what it is, but music is such a a weird thing for me. And my mom used to swear up and down, I fucking hate 70s and 80s rock. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And then my mom started dating a guy and they were going to see Cheap Trick and Golden Earring. And I'm like, oh, oh, mom, the music that you swore up and down that you fucking hated. Now you're going to the concerts. I see you. (laughs) You know, a good D delivers more than just D. Uh, uh. <laughs> I don't need yeah. to be thinking about my mom having sex. I'm sorry, mom. Uh, yeah. Apparently, also delivers Don McLean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite band of all time are probably Steely Dan. How did I Steely Dan's love, a good one. I fucking love Steely Dan. Love the seventies rock stuff. But, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit different in that, like, I, I still find, like, new artists that I really like, uh, at the moment. Uh, I'm very, I'm, I'm like, to, to, to be honest, like, I'm, like, holding on at this point to finding a few things that I do like, uh, but most of it sounds like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> The, I, there, is, there is good stuff happening. No, there is. Uh, I was going to say, like, as far as like what Ginger was saying is, for me personally, it was finding uh, a genre or a, uh, a even just a, an array of genres that spoke to me more so than because I was falling out of love with music. Mm-hmm. Probably two thousand eight. 2009 just wasn't nothing really like grabbing me and like even all the uh metal and hardcore hard rock that i was listening to was just i'm starting to sound the same and just was not digging it and then i just started really like there's a few bands that i had heard in the past that i liked but i didn't know their names and so i actually started diving into um I'm trying to remember the name of that documentary, but it's a uh, it's a documentary about metal, and uh, maybe it's a Headbangers Journey or something like that. When he starts talking about all these subgenres of mm-hmm. metal, uh, uh, I I know this? exactly. It, uh, it's like a heavy metal timeline thing. Yeah, because like he, I think he it's called like heavy metal. Dio, yeah, yeah. And uh, he talks to all these like iconic metal singers and metal just metal people. 
I was like, okay, well, shit, I didn't even know that they had this branch of metal. Like, I didn't know that the, that metal had like at the time like twenty six, twenty eight subgenres. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? Okay, okay. Then I started looking into it, and I started finding all these bands like uh, Amon Amarth and Infoserum, and uh, just even like obscure. Like, they're still considered metal, but they're not really metal. Like, um, damn it! It's she's a is it's a female lead. No, not Evanescence, honey. <laughs> oh, you you fucked me up. <laughs> it was right on the tip of my tongue, and you had to fuck me up. Oh, but they they got some. Uh, but anyway, it's just like all these things that I didn't even think of think of as metal because I hadn't heard like a popular artist from them. And mm-hmm. then I start diving in. I'm like, holy shit, this has got some bitching ass. And I started finding it. It was just really a revival of my love of music. Just yeah. by being a nerd and going, oh, what else they got? Well, and I yeah. I have this nasty habit of listening to the same, like, 25 songs or the same artist and a whole bunch of their stuff for a while. And then I... You get burned out. Mm-hmm. And then I, I fall back into something else, like... It's, it's weird because I'm not super in, traditionally, I'm not super into like Melanie Martinez or um, Billie Eilish or Justin Bieber or any of those and not Bieber really ever, but like <laughs> Miley Cyrus occasionally, like I'll, I'll, I'll be like, you know what? I All actually... her crazy bullshit pushed to the side. She's a phenomenal artist. She is a phenomenal singer. She really is. Like, have you heard her um, Jolene cover? No, but I'll have yeah. to check it out. Holy fuck. Like, it really captures the old Dolly what? Parton style. Like, it was just yeah. really... It, she did a really great job with it. Mm. And what? it was coming off of, like, some really bad press for her. I'm just like... I think it happened up on YouTube. I'm like, I'm not going to listen to fuck. Last time I was on YouTube and saw Miley Cyrus, it was Wrecking Ball. No, I'm good. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what, fuck it. Because this is a good song. I like Jolene. Mm-hmm. And then like the longer it went, the more I was like, this, is, this shit slaps. It's actually really good. So if I were going to recommend an artist to people that can hear the sound of my voice right now, it'd be... A guy called Alex Cameron, who basically sounds a little bit like Bruce Springsteen. However, his lyrics are super modern and really forward-thinking and really clever. Because what he does is he writes songs from the perspective of uh, a creepy guy in the music industry. Oh. And and like uses that voice to ridicule abuse in the 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 music industry and take down toxic masculinity and it's singular in its vision for doing that and really, really smart, really good. Huh. He also looks like a creepy guy in the music industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's it's like all... it's kinda like David Bowie meets uh Benedict Cumberbatch. It it it's 
he he creates like a perfect persona and uh, delivers it on his albums. And you know, if you didn't know that he was like putting these guys up, you would think he was the worst uh, person in the world. But it's the it's a it's such a clever critique on toxic masculinity and uh, the predatory nature of uh, men in power. It's really clever stuff. Really good. Interesting. Yeah, I have to... Because I typed him into Google as you were talking about him and just kind of pulled up an image search. Yeah. And he he does kind of give... like, But yeah. like I know that's a comedic uh, thing to say, too. Like, David Bowie, Miss Quinn, that Cumberbatch, but a lot of his pictures does kind of have that vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's really worth listening to um, because through... Uh, really starkly exposing what these people are like on the track. He, he actually he has a lot to say, and it's it's really worth listening to. Really good stuff. Hmm. And yeah, I'm going to add it to my playlist. I'm very open to listening to new songs. Like <clears throat> I found a Billie Eilish song that I absolutely loved, which ended up with me branching a little bit farther out into some more of her music. And her stuff. I absolutely love her stuff. Her music can be so hauntingly beautiful. And she has something she wants to say. So she says it. Whereas like Nicki Minaj and Cardi B and all these other female pop stars. I'm like, can we not? And say we did. Like, I respect you and your craft and what you're doing. It's something I can't do. So already there's, you know, you're already better than me. But there's certain stuff where I'm like, can can we not? <laughs> like... I will say, like, I, I think I heard a Billie Eilish, like, that bad guy song had been out for a little while. Mm-hmm. And I had heard it prior to knowing who was it sung it, and that was way before I even like saw what she looked like and all that. So I was like, "This is a really cool song." But then I start looking into who is this Billie Eilish and yada yada yada. Yeah. And I gotta say, like, okay, um, just as me as Lava, I dig her style. Yeah. And because it, it's her own. It is 100% her own style. And I dig the fuck out of that. Yeah. Uh, as a father, I dig the fuck out of the fact that she's like, you know, she she wears the stuff that she's one comfortable in. Yep. She is comfortable in her own get up and garb and style. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't put on a show of look at my tits. Yep. Or whatever. She's just like, you know, you're here to listen to my music that I've wrote, yada, yada, yada. So here it is. Mm-hmm. She is a very pretty young lady. She is. But the fact that she is not out flaunting it, mm-hmm. in my opinion, like I said, as a father, is a great thing for uh, girls to be able to see that you don't have to show your tits. You don't have to whatever the case is. Right. You know, you don't have to go Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Right. And to be successful. And to be fair, 
Miley, <clears throat> Miley has the, she had the weight of her father and his oh, career. Yeah. And, but she's also purely talented on her own. Just like Lady Gaga. She is oh fucking. Oh my God, she is so crazy talented. I mean, that's everything in a full package. Yes. Yeah. But the thing with like Gaga and the thing with like, not so much Billy, but Gaga especially. Gaga deals with physical pain so much every day from shit that's happened to her. And she deals with a lot of the same stuff that, like, I dealt with when I did my music stream. Hers is to a much greater level, but that fear, that anxiety, that that feeling of never being prepared enough is she still feels that. And that tells me, artist to artist, that she's still passionate. She still cares. As soon as she stops mm-hmm. being nervous, she doesn't give a fuck. Billy... Oh, the thing with uh, Gaga that uh, I really fucking dig is she is unapologetically her. Yes. And, like, there was an interview I was watching of her just a couple months ago, actually, where she w- it, it, it was Gaga from, like, ten years ago. Yeah. But, so she got her hair, she, she got her own style going, you know, that's, that is just the lady. Yes. But they're, like, asking her questions about like um, don't you feel or don't you think that your message you're sending to these young people is wrong about being so sexual and just like just completely just nasty toward her and she just real nice real nice and composed and like no I don't Mm-hmm. Uh, because if I was a guy sitting here, you'd be congratulating me about all the stuff that I'm doing and all the people that I'm sleeping with and yada, yada, yada. Yep. Because I'm a chick, you think it's trashy. Yep. No, I'm just a fucking rock star. I'm not a, uh, uh, I'm, you know, it was just really, I was like, you know what? Fucking yeah. Because it's what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, circling that back a little bit towards streaming, being a female streamer, is so weird because I have friends and acquaintances who are partnered streamers. Two of them in particular. One of them, she puts her makeup on every day, has a cute top on. She's, you know, fairly, fairly polished every day. And the other one is like, I'm not putting on makeup for you assholes. My air conditioner is broken. (laughs) It's broken. It's not working. And then... You know, like, I, when I started streaming on the weekends, I would put on makeup. I don't put on makeup anymore. I wear clothes that I'm comfortable in. I'm not trying to look sexy. I'm not trying to do all this shit. Because people aren't here to look at me. They're here to hang out and watch me play a game. Whether it's good, bad, or otherwise. Yeah. And this is like my bio says. Come for the beard, stay for the jokes. Yeah. You know, it, you're not showing up because I'm fucking Brad Pitt. You're showing up because I'm mediocrely playing a game, but I'm actually a little more funny than my than my play my playthrough is decent. <laughs> and it's so funny because, you know, I did stand-up comedy before the pandemic. And all the cute little thin 
thin girls got booked on shows before I did, which was fine. I didn't care. Like, I still went and was, was supporting my friends either way. But as a, as a thick girl, I knew I wasn't going to get booked on shows as much. And as soon as you're a thick girl doing comedy, you start getting compared to Amy Schumer's and the Melissa McCarthy's and, like, other big women who have a shtick. Yeah. And being a large vocalist, you get pegged and cornered in so many different ways. The number of people that have said, oh my gosh, you could probably sing Adele really well, who've never heard me sing, but they assume because I'm big, they think I can sing Adele. I'm like, never mind that Adele's got a fucking crazy vocal range, a insane octave. Mm-hmm. And, she, she, and then she's also like, oh, oh, fuck you. I just yeah, want that to too, find you know, out that, that nasty <laughs> accent. Yeah. <laughs> I just. Thank you. <laughs> it's just, it's. It's fucking. I'll have you know the uh, the listeners find me uh, a delight. Yes, they do. I wasn't gonna let the silence drag on because that's just me. Oh no, <laughs> Druid! How many I'm times hit. have I told you that I love listening to you talk? Okay. Mm. Oh, thanks. I do. Oh, thanks. He's sick. Oh, well, you hurt his feelings, Lava. Come on. I'm sorry, Druid. <laughs> so cool. If so it quiet. Is really, your name? Uh, <laughs> it, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Druid. Druid, Dr. Druid 2.0. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that dirty pooid. <laughs> oh, my brain is. Just imagining when we have Dat Dirty Druid come hang out with us. <laughs> uh, I'll be very nice to him. Oh, I know you will, but it's going to be... So, Druid... Druid <laughs> what? Druid's what? Where? You're both of them. What? what? Yep. What? Huh? Uh, what? Uh, what? What? Well, huh? Ginger, if you pass up the opportunity to say thing one and thing two, eh? you have both the Druids on. I'm the fucking cat. I'm the cat in the hat, motherfucker. What are you talking about? Oh, what makes you think that? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen me. <laughs> you said I'm the puppet master around here. I usually call the musical. That's what they call me. Oh, don't remind me of Susical the fucking musical. <sighs> I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them ginger snaps. God damn it. Oh, damn it. Hey, hey, Ginger Snaps, you want to come to Hogwarts? You're in Slytherin. I mean, I am a Slytherin. I don't know, I think you're more of a Hufflepuff. You're in Slytherin, you fucking traitor, you're in Slytherin. Hufflepuff. I have no idea. Hufflepuff is the fucking slow class. I tell, my, I tell my wife she's part of the Griffin dorks. <laughs> Damn it! And she and I turn around to look at her. She's giving me a side eye. I was gonna say I know she's hitting you in the arm at some point. Oh, she she's saving all the hits on the arms till after the podcast. 
Do you? Do we need to rescue you, Lava? <laughs> Luckily, all the cast iron's above her head, so. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, you can almost hear her, like, uh, through the stream going, Fuck you, asshole! Just hear the clank of the step stool and the bang of pots. <laughs> you think they're oh, too high for me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm making wife stew. She's got to put up with a lot with them dealing with me. I mean, I with the amount that I put up with you, yeah, I can't imagine what she goes through. That's why, that's why I have to leave through the week. I gotta give her a break. Keep on fucking, keep on fucking trucking, dude. <laughs> oh my god. Um, do I even dare steer us into the path of guest questions? Hell well, yes. Here we go. Oh, I see. How you're just trying to end this thing up, so. I see it. Okay. Oh no. Oh, no. no. I've, come, I've, I've come to terms with the fact this podcast is never going to end. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is the part that never ends. It just goes on it and goes on, on, my and friends. on, my friends. We, we've still only got 20 minutes of content. <laughs> <laughs> so, guest questions. Yes. What do we got? Um. I don't. Should we read the names of the the first two that got submitted, Druid? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, Gore-Tex Scumbag asks. Okay. <laughs> yep. If you were to, if you were a takeout order, what would you be, and which celebrity guest delivers you to your destination? Hmm. Well, let's see. <laughs> I know yeah, that I voice. Got into it because uh, <laughs> I, I, I could go the uh, what I think is funny, and then what I know would be funny. Oh God! Why don't, why don't you just ask your fucking wife? Oh, <laughs> she would say I'd be the poo-poo platter <laughs> being delivered by Rob Schneider. <laughs> Better than Adam you Sandler. <laughs> you can't do it. I think I would be a double stuffed pizza with everything. Oh my. With everything. Delivered by Sir Patrick Stewart. Okay. This this pizza with all the pepperoni is gonna destroy your ass more than Magneto. See, I, I imagine the Sir Patrick Stewart that's delivering is the Sir Patrick Stewart from American Dead. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, you got cocaine. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sakes. It really sets the scene, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm coming in from the Starship Pizza, pizza Prize. Oh my god. I've got an extra side of Jonathan Frakes on this pizza. (laughs) (laughs) There's more sausage on this pizza than a Navy ship. Oh 
Boy, oh boy. <laughs> this pizza's got so much sausage on it, it's being delivered by... I bent over. <laughs> God damn it! Oh shit! It, it, like, come, we just comes, call this it, piece of the Dirk Diggler. It, it, it like comes with a funk LP. <laughs> comes with oh well I, I just did like a Jonathan Davis. I was gonna yeah. say that was that came with a side of corn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boom. Here comes your pizza. Boom. <laughs> oh shit. I am definitely clipping that. Oh shit. Oh god. Uh, uh. Well so Ginger, you're next. Um I would say I would be like a a taco mac and cheese uh delivered by modern day Ben Affleck who's just tired of everybody's shit. <laughs> well, he's happy now though. He's back with JLo. Yeah, he's uh, he's just like got his hand on JLo's ass. No, like the the meme Ben Affleck, where he's like, uh, like, like, like he's like, like smoking outside his house because Batman <laughs> shit. The 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 smoking outside of his house Batman and like shit. Tr- dropping all <laughs> of the fucking like, coffees. <laughs> he's like, oh wow, I had this with Daredevil. I wish I was blind. I wish I was blind during the Justice League screening. <laughs> 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 Big and, oof. And, and here's your taco mac and cheese. Uh, I ain't heard this much shit since Dogma. Like, oh my god! I'm, I'm, I'm delivering this uh, for because Jennifer Garner owns half my estate. <laughs> the good half. <laughs> the good half. The half. The goodwill hunting half. Oh shit! Oh lies. Oh, that was a good time. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Would you like a chocolate covered pretzel? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay, no. okay, Daredevil, the film. The chocolate covered <laughs> Hollywood pretzel. See, I could have okay. also gone for someone just insanely hot, but I f- truly feel like the Ben Affleck smoking a cigarette, just holding a bag from like DoorDash. <laughs> Ben Affleck is like he's still pretty decent looking. Oh yes, he is. Mm. He is. Ben, call me. He's just <laughs> average Joe look. Yes. You know, as far as like body type, like you definitely know, like yeah, fifty thousand dollars, he'll be back in shape. Mm-hmm. But, so, <laughs> but have you seen The Wire? Uh, uh, in the second, in the second series of The Wire, where they they deal with all the dock workers. He looks like he works on the fucking dock. <laughs> oh my like god. He's got high vis on and he just like deals with shipping containers and then he opens a shipping container, it's got like fifteen dead hookers in it. And Fuck. He's just like, I need a cigarette. And just goes off and he like mopes. It's a Friday night for some people. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I remember when I worked with Robin Williams. <laughs> oh, shit. What about you, Druid? 
what yeah. what kind of takeout would you be and what celebrity guest delivers you to your destination? So I would be Chinese noodles. Thought that was coming? Uh, delivered to your door on a moped by actress Juno Temple in 2008. <laughs> so uh, specific! <laughs> because... Because for some reason in 2008, Hollywood thought that Juno Temple was like lolicon fucking free-for-all. And they were like, well, you're 18, Juno Temple, but you're going to play a 16-year-old and uh, we're going to put you in compromising situations. And she's going to deliver it to my door and I'm going to give her a pamphlet that says that everything's going to be okay, Juno Temple. And I eat my Chinese noodles really sad on the doorstep as the police take her away. And Ray Eliota gets put in handcuffs. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. So oddly uh, specific. I, I, I've looked her up and I know nothing about this person. So, uh, I watched the film Black Mass with mm. Johnny Depp yesterday and it's a 2015 film and i realized it was the second time i'd seen juno temple in a film and every time that she's cast in a film she's cast as an underage woman that's been sexually exploited yeah and i think that fucking... she's, she's been typecast in one of the worst yeah, things and I'm, to like... be typecast as. And I'm, like, I'm like how anime is hollywood right now right well, she was in the movie Horns with Daniel Radcliffe, too. Yeah, and, and another preteen being exploited. Yep. I, I'm not Harry Potter. I'm not. I don't know any spells. Dude, Daniel Radcliffe is doing some wild shit. There was a TikTok floating around of him on some show where he plays a preacher who's... And then it cuts to him, like dancing either in drag or doing burlesque or a mix of the two and it's set in the old west and he's singing and dancing and i was thoroughly confused fuck that just uh, daniel radcliffe like i understand that you could get through all the hot sauces in hot ones (laughs) but like i you're a child actor i'm sorry so from what I was reading one time was like he was really going after roles that was not him, like because everybody so, knows so, you're, oh, you're Harry that? Potter, you're Harry Potter, and he's like no. So he was going after roles that were just so far away from what he was branded as. Do you know just... the first ro- the first role he did after Harry Potter was uh, a play on the West End of London called Equus. Yep. Yeah, and he showed his dick, where, right? Where he got his dick hang? Yeah. I'm like, man, I didn't know you were <laughs> fucking Slytherin the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I want to be Slytherin, baby? Yeah, yeah with that fucking snake. Yes. That fucking serpent. That uncircumcised, disgusting serpent at your head. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, another one that 
kind of I felt was typecast young, but that did a good job of breaking out was Elijah Wood. Yes. Yeah, 100%. And by the way, it seems like a, such a cool dude. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, it, the, he has this on a TV show, uh, I say a few years ago, but it's been more like 10, uh, on Comedy <laughs> Central. That was uh, like, he tried to kill himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, by taking all these pills. And so, like, I don't know how it comes about, like, his ex-girlfriend or whatever. But anyway, there's this fucking dog. And... <laughs> this fucking dog. Oh, it's even better. <laughs> like, the show goes, everybody besides him just sees the dog as a dog. Oh, uh, yeah. But he sees it as, a, like, a dude in a dog costume. Yeah, yeah. That was a British show, that. Wilfred. Mm. Wilfred, yeah, 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 crazy. Because <laughs> well, he's like, he tried to kill himself, it didn't work, now he's got this fucking dog that he's taking care of, it's just so, have you, have you, walking around, have you ever heard, not even shit. Have you ever heard of a little film called Green Street? <laughs> Green Street, uh, yes. Uh, where uh, Elijah Wood is a journalist from America, and he comes over to Britain, He's not a journalist. He's a journalist in training. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) Semantics. Didn't realize we had a fucking connoisseur in the room. Yeah, well, I'm just going to say that (laughs) for the American people, it's called Green Street Hooligans, and it is a highly recommended film on my list. It is so funny. Uh, From my perspective, as a British person that uh, sees soccer like hooliganism happening all the time and he he comes in and he gets uh like he's like i'm a i'm a west hams now and gets the tattoo (laughs) i'm a west hams now and i'm gonna fight for this team he's like been there 20 minutes (laughs) he's like getting the team insignia tattooed to his arm. Oh my god! He's willing to fucking die, and and like I've seen football hooliganism, and it is an excuse for people to fight at sports events. <laughs> but but no one is willing to die for that <laughs> cause. Especially like Elijah Wood is fucking gay. Uh, a team like the West Ham, the the the, the Amers, the. the they're not even, they're not, they're not even like in the running. West no, Ham. never. They never are. Like, uh, and we're pissing off uh, question asker Gore-Tex Scumbag because I know he is a West Ham fan. Oh my uh, god, I'm sorry, but, bro. Uh, oh wow. <laughs> is your firm gonna come against mine? Uh, I've got, so like, I've I'm got, a... the, I've got the short. I've got the short little fuck Elijah Wood on my side. <laughs> I've never been much into sports. But I discovered from a pretty early age that there's two sports that I fucking love. And it just trips people out because I'm American. But the two sports that I love the most is both football. And Quidditch. Not Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> and rugby. He's like, shut up, wife. You're a Slytherin. <laughs> she's a Hufflepuff I was about to say something much worse so never 
Well, she puffs and huffs, if you know what I mean. Not anymore. Not anymore. She doesn't. Look, she gave me said no more. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I love football and I love rugby. My my all time favorite rugby team is the New Zealand All Blacks. My all time favorite football team is very cliche. I understand you're gonna fucking trash me for it, Druid, but it's fucking Manchester United. Um, yeah, but it's also like when I discovered you football, signed, uh, they were Chris- great. You signed Cristiano Ronaldo today. Oh, nice, nice. So uh, when so- I discovered them, like they were like, <laughs> so you know, I found it. <laughs> no, I, uh, I've not, so- I've not been able to watch in like years. Great. Uh, He's basically cited as the best football player in the world yeah. at the moment, uh, and he's just signed to Manchester United. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, I yeah I've not been able to watch in years, but then, I mean when it comes down to it, that's that's who I root for. And then I got a friend when I was in Kosovo. He's <coughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he was a uh, you know he was one of our interpreters, and he's a huge huge Liverpool fan. So oh, yeah. we, we go back and forth a lot, but yeah, it's just, it was just so funny. They're like, oh, you know, and like the you know, the street Green Street come out, and all everybody's like singing the song because they, you know, they're just now discovering these fucking club songs and all this shit. I'm just like, man, you all fucking way behind the times. <laughs> yeah, but I'm still uh, no nobody I know is gonna do that shit. <laughs> Elijah Wood singing "I'm for Forever Blowing Bubbles" makes me wish mm. that he'd been thrown into the fucking hearth of Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he actually oh, got beat funny. by the other dude. Stupid fratellacious! I'm so glad that's oh, all Elijah's. <laughs> Lava supports Manchester United, does he? <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Uh, next next, next question. guest question. <laughs> Druid. No, no, no. You, you ask it because I, I haven't the faculty to look. I, we're just, I, I don't know how to say his name. Uh, just call him Lewis. Okay, Lewis. Lewis asks, is the West obsolete? Oh, wow. That's such a loaded question. Right? Like, is it, um, like, philosophical? Is it literal? Is it political? Yeah. Um, Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes to all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Uh, like societal wise, no, like, the West I, is not I, obsolete. I, I would guess uh, pop culture. Okay. Given this guy's like leanings, is the West obsolete? What do you think? Well, pop culture, I couldn't answer that. Are, are we are we are we looking at the like sacking of Rome? 
I think that we're just hitting another phase in the cycle. Honestly. Exactly. We're just hitting another phase in the cycle. Politically, uh, financially, uh, pop culture-wise, we're, we're hitting the same... We're, we're hitting just another phase in the cycle. We're in this weird transitional phase that just happens to be happening during a pandemic, so nobody knows what the fuck is truly happening. And... Yeah, well- all the times it's changed in the past, it's been one or the other. It's been a, a political thing. It's been a a pop culture thing. It, it's it's always been the thing, the turning point for whatever has been uh, one at a time. Mm-hmm. And I think now it's just we're it's all hitting at the same time. Yeah. I I think that we're at a point now where there's in our lifetimes we have not seen a level of infighting in the culture uh, as we are experiencing now Mm -hmm. and as like our generation becomes the generation in charge we don't quite know what to do with that yeah it's there's so much unity in the division. Like, in in the backwards way that we are unified in the fact that we are divided. And we are divided so heavily that it just has created such an odd thing. I personally think that a lot of beliefs and things that are going on, at least here in the States are fucking it's time for them to go like uh-uh, I'm done yeah but also I <laughs> shut up shut up <laughs> quit giggling <laughs> quit shut up quit shut up you you no problem <laughs> bite me <laughs> um <laughs> but like also pop culture it's just been the rehash of the same shit over and over and over again. Yeah. and But I would argue that's part of the problem. Yeah. Is that uh, we don't celebrate new ideas enough. Nope. And we become, we've, in the West, maybe become too reliant on uh, old Rinse ideas and, and old things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly, and like that's not just pop culture, like that's politically. Um, and what you see is like in culture is this like kind of swing effect where in the 60s and 70s there was this kind of freewheeling approach. Uh, late 70s, 80s, we kind of got conservatism coming back mm-hmm. in the 90s, it was possibly the most freeing time for people of. Uh, different kind of minorities mm-hmm. and actually what's happening now is we sw- we're we like swinging back to being like Limp Bizkit yeah <laughs> oh, no. where where it's like the, there's, there's friction because I think that uh, kind of the people 
that are uh, how do I word this the people that are kind of taking advantage of those in minority positions or positions where they don't have a voice mm-hmm. they're becoming louder and we can think that liberally we're becoming more kind of accepting and stuff like that that's true but then also there's an equally loud dissenting voice to that uh-huh. and what I would say about the West in that uh, kind of catastrophe of ideas is that actually people that don't care about that division of freedom of speech and uh, the kind of censorship of speech are taking advantage of us and using it to their advantage. Yep. I fully... I cannot agree with you more being as I... I, Like, (laughs) god damn it. Uh, Just being who I am. Like, I have multiple things going against me as far as, like, things that people can try to oppress me for. And I'm very lucky to be surrounded by people who, if I'm not paying attention to the fight, they're still fighting for me. Or if they see me actively fighting for something, they join the fight, whether it's something they care about or not. I think the the issue is, is that with the awareness also becomes the awareness of the awareness and uh, it becomes a large dissenting voice. Uh, So we're in fighting. And the other thing about it is as soon as you bring awareness to, to the issue, if you are someone who is part of that group that is marginalized, you've just put a huge target on your back. Mm -hmm. And it takes the right kind of person to say, you know what? Yeah, I put a target on my back. What of it, bitch? Like... (laughs) You know, yeah, it, I mean, you're right. Though. I mean, it's 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 easy to say that you stand for something these days. Mm-hmm. It's hard to prove you stand for something. Yep. Yeah. Because you have those actions. Exactly, but at the same time, you know, they always say that anything you do in life is mathematically an equation. Yep. Risk. Times reward yep. equals what to you in your life, right? And with like, especially like the platform that you know, you, Ginger and myself are doing with the streaming, is the the risk is fucking humongous. Yeah, because of doxing and all these other things that can be done fairly easy. Yep. Um. You know, is the risk actually worth the reward? Mm. Say, like, the last charity event that I participated in prior to uh, to write love on her arm. Yeah. Together, we write love. Which one is it? To write love on her arms. To write love on her arms. So, like, prior to that, the last one I did, I was only able to participate worth about 20 something dollars worth. Mm-hmm. And 
I got a lot of negative uh, feedback from it because it was for something for the uh, LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. And it was not from people that I knew, but from people that just saw the the tag and came in and said that I, what I was doing was wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? You can go fuck yourself because I don't give a shit what you think. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it's just the... But at the same time, with all that division that we were just talking about, the unity. Like, mm-hmm. um, me, Ginger, met on a happenstance through somebody who I did a random raid on who was playing the same game I, I was just finished playing. Mm-hmm. And through so, I have made four or five really good friends. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, now with Ginger and, like, like, for example, me and Ginger now are doing uh, two, Together We Write Love on Her Arm. Charity Drive, um, going for a great cause. And, yes, in my opinion, what little bit we are able to do is a huge uh, risk versus reward thing. Mm-hmm. Because I, I myself, straight white male, uh, bearded dude, tattooed right. gun-toting guy stop but talking, I also stop feel talking dirty. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I also feel very much like a ally because I got a lot of friends who are in the community yeah and fuck off yeah. if you're gonna talk shit to them cause um, you know you're gonna see what uh, I used to make my bread and butter by <laughs> right yeah and I mean you both have been around since the the incident that happened with me in June. Someone tried to hack my Twitter and someone tried to, and someone attempted to dox me on stream. And what people need to understand is if that it happens to you, you've just got to keep your head cuz if you freak out, you have a meltdown, you've let someone win. You exactly. let them tell the story write the narrative it's your life you write your own goddamn narrative like if i could if i could add to that like i think that the the big shame is that at at the at present the the narrative's in a position where there's so many people that disagree with what's right and disagree with inclusivity Mm-hmm. And and that to me shows an illness in how we deal with problems in society and how we deal with uh, our mindset. Yeah. And yeah. The uh, the mindset yeah. of it's either you're with me or against me, opposed to let's talk about it. Yep. There needs to yeah. There needs to be a dialogue in place mm-hmm. that showcases that the. The scale of the damage that's done to people that might have empathy, right? I mean, if they knew that, if they knew the scale of what they were doing, and uh, I to had, me, the, narr- the narrative is all wrong at, at present, and it needs to change. I had a dude that I worked with who tried to argue with me about the validity of some of my gripes and 
he's a very conservative man. Like, I'm a vote for him because I love everything about him, which directly contradicts everything about me. And, but then he tries to act like everything is hunky-dory when basically (laughs) he said, I don't deserve certain rights as a human being. You're probably the best lesbian I know, okay? (laughs) Pretty much, like. (laughs) And it's like, what makes you think I'm going to want to continue to be friends with you? What the fuck makes you think that I'm going to sit here and pretend like everything is fine when really you said that I shouldn't get things equally as you? Nah, fam. That's not how we play in my neck of the woods. You want to talk shit, get hit. Like. <laughs> exactly. And, and with that, on to the next question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, is the West obsolete? Some of it, yes. <laughs> but, but, uh, where's your heart? <laughs> um, the West, obviously, yes, but the parts that need to be are more so than the others. Yes. Because more people are starting to get the idea that just because you believe a certain way doesn't mean that everything needs to be that way. Yep. Spoken like a true alcoholic. Northern Southern man. Always <laughs> <laughs> gump, everybody. I was going to say, you know exactly what I mean <laughs> when I say that, Lava. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, moving on, we have two more questions. This one is mainly directed to Lava because it's already been answered by myself and Druid. Uh, Red the Abnormal. Uh, I love Red. Red's amazing. My question for the next guest is, what is your mundane superpower? Can it be something that you can save the world with, like flying or telekinesis, something super mundane, dot, 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 also, dot, 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 Druid is banned from answering. (laughs) because <laughs> druid wants to no. shit clean plates <laughs> mine no. is super duper so fucking easy it's not even fucking funny and you're all gonna kick yourself because you didn't think of it yourself bring it the power that I hold in my index finger to point at somebody and make them <laughs> uncontrollably Dry heave until I point away. <laughs> that's not a superpower. That's super villain. <laughs> it's still a superpower, whether it's for good or for evil. Oh my god! And then he shit. And then he shits a brick. <laughs> Just think about <laughs> it, Lowe. Like, could I save the world with it? Fuck yeah, I could. <laughs> could I also make my life a fucking breeze in a fucking heartbeat? <laughs> Oh, boss, you don't think I I deserve a $10 an hour raise? (laughs) Wave my fingers. You know what I hold here, sir? See, I thought you were going to say uncontrollably start shitting themselves. (laughs) No, no, no. I want them to hurt. Oh, (laughs) 
Lava, the truce, the the true supervillain we didn't know we had in the community. (laughs) (laughs) Just be like, you know what? Hey, I go to this presidential rally. This motherfucker's talking so much shit, and it's like, oh man, shut the fuck up. Hey, hey, boss man, let me show you this cool trick. And then you just point at him, and they're like, I will not be silenced, okay? I will not be sort of. I'm gonna build a wall between Mexico and yeah. You better build a wall between DC and Kentucky, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably the gayest sound I've made tonight. Yeah, it's just like you know, like, but it's it's all for my benefit. I don't give two shits what happens in this country as a whole. I just want everybody to fucking get, you know, just be able to live. I don't give a fuck if you're gay, be gay. If you want to have guns, have guns. I don't give two shits of a fuck. <laughs> but I heard that makers just not, now. <laughs> do not tell me. That I owe you $200 for fucking insurance. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to ask you a sincere question. You don't want clean plates to eat on? Uh, no. Uh, we, we, we practice... Uh, I do I do plates with my fucking enemies, fucking ashes. <laughs> I get a bit of a while, okay? You know, Excuse me. Album later. Excuse me. That I don't want clean plates, Druid. It's just, you know, like uh, haggis. Fuck haggis. Haggis could potentially be delicious, but the fact that you know where it comes out of. Can I just say haggis? Be in there. Haggis is not delicious. Oh, no, 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 no. I've had it two or three times. I've never had pure actual Scottish haggis, but I've had it all, I've had it throughout the world. Well, you, can have a wee bit, you, you can have a wee bit of pure Scottish haggis after this podcast. Oh. <laughs> and see, I was going to say, uh, I don't guys, need... Guys, you can turn into my OnlyFans and see video of it. Oh, God. Watch me try and squeeze a pack of haggis into lava's ass. Oh my god. <laughs> we call it Ask Us. Uh, ask Us. <laughs> well, I'm going to see myself out now. Uh, I feel like Lava is pointing at me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, yeah. I don't need clean plates because I use the skulls of my enemies for bowls and their pelvis bones for plates. Fucking pussy hole answer. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Aggressive. Yeah, yeah. What? What? You can't handle like ass plates. <laughs> I just. So you gotta have a skull. I mean. No, you... she did say. She did say that the pelvis. Yeah, what are you he man? Pel- the pelvis but... would be plates. Uh. <laughs> oh, I just accidentally licked my mic. Gross. Gross. Uh, 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 pelvis plates. My <laughs> mic. <laughs> <laughs> Pelvis pop shield. It did not taste good. <laughs> ten, ten seconds of this podcast just went just straight shit. Yep. We're keeping that in. 
we're, oh, we're keeping yeah. that. Please, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, moving on to the final question. Good old Ender Hero Bob. Uh, guess question, because of what I was just thinking about and doing, what are your thoughts on watermelon? What was he thinking about I don't. Doing? I don't know. I don't ask questions. <laughs> I'm not he here to kink shame. He, he just watched American Pie. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> he was looking for a microwave big enough for his watermelon. Hey, get, get We've rid, all been there. Get rid no, of the seeds. we haven't. <laughs> hey, if you wear a condom, you can get rid of the seeds, cowboy. Oh. <laughs> what oh, no. is my opinion on watermelon? I'm a huge fucking fan. <laughs> However, <laughs> being a southern man, so to speak, quote unquote, air quotes. A northern quote, southern man? Yeah, northern southern man. I'm a northern southern gentleman. <laughs> Um, I think my watermelon cantaloupe and honeydew with a little bit of salt. Okay. Pussy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not holding on to that one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Druid, what's what's your thoughts on watermelon? (laughs) Um, hard to crack. But hard to crack, but the soft shell inside lets me know that it's weak. So <laughs> uh, I love the uh, delicious taste of the flesh of the watermelon. Don't get me wrong. Uh, uh, nothing more stimulating than that. However, nothing. Uh, it. It's like um, sunburnt virginia. Let me introduce you to my hand friend. In, oh! in, the, in, <laughs> in the fruit world, the watermelon is uh, like someone that's turned in their homework late because it has no distinct flavour. Uh, promises vibrancy through its colours and means, and. Uh, what a bitch. <laughs> what a little fucking... Oh, wow. Oh, uh, and, then, so and, then, and then I've got I've got to spit out the seeds like fucking Clint Eastwood in a, a western spittoon. Ding! Ding! I'm Clint Eastwood, motherfucker. <laughs> Shit. You feel lucky, punk. Uh, no. Six, six bullets in my chamber. I've been recording with you two. Of course, I don't feel lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you feel extremely lucky. Uh huh. Uh, Tinder's looking more and more attractive. <laughs> I feel. Re- I'm really looking forward wow. to the. Damn. I'm wow. kidding. I love you guys. This Owen Wilson. S- wow. Uh, and and this was the final episode of Ginger Swaps where she swipes <laughs> left. Swipes so, left on the podcast. Uh, tune um, in next week and we'll have lava talks because 
we're going to keep this going, <laughs> even when other people decide not to. Oh, Welcome whatever. Welcome to the mag, 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 magma chamber. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> With the second druid in his fucking clan. <laughs> God damn second it. Druid <laughs> and uh-huh. his fucking clan. Yeah, I'm like, oh, well, oh, man, I've got to take the uh, fucking second controller on my PS2 to keep up with that dirty druid. Just uh, <laughs> unplug the second controller. <laughs> I'm not Psycho Mantis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You, though? So, Ginger, what do you think of watermelons? Um, I'm allergic. I wish I could have them. They're fucking delicious, but... Oh, shit. Yeah. I remember that now, because we were talking about, um... Four uh... Locos. I drank no, a watermelon no. Four Loco. That's why I threw it up. Uh, it was the other, the, the gamer energy drink. Oh, G Fuel. G Fuel, because I was talking to you about it, and you're like, yeah, I, I wish I could, but I'm allergic. And I'm like, oh, fucking bitch. Yeah. And you're like, nah, you fucking bastard. I'm like, oh, bitch. And you're like, oh, bastard. And that's how the conversation went. Uh, pretty it was much. weird. Um, what, what, a, what a dialogue. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you I know, fucking bitch, public you court bitch. system here, man, it doesn't go that far. Yep. Uh, no, I, I'm allergic to watermelon. I figured that out in my, because I was eating watermelon as a kid without a problem. And same thing with carrots. <clears throat> Not a problem. Was eating them, um, and then I was eating watermelon one day, and I was spitting out the seeds uh, eat, and enjoying my watermelon, and then my throat got really itchy, and I was like, oh god, what is going on? A few weeks later, eating watermelon again, and it got worse, and I couldn't breathe, so I f- stayed away from watermelon, and then I had a watermelon Jolly Rancher, of all things, and I was like... Okay, cool. I can't breathe. Um, I'll see you guys later. Uh. <laughs> and carrots were kind of a similar thing. Couldn't eat carrot. I can't eat carrots anymore. Like I can see in the dark. <laughs> uh, my wife actually, she ate herself into being sort of like that with uh, pineapple. I believe it was. Oh. When she was younger. Shit. Fuck that. I was shredding. Oh, interesting fact. Uh, you said the carrots, and then you were talking about making, be able to be seen in the dark. <laughs> you know, that was a uh, rumor mm-hmm. that was started by NATO forces in the, uh, or Allied forces in the World War Two. So they didn't have to give up the secret of having radar to be able to take the incoming German bombers. They're like, oh no, we just beat all of our people with carrots. Oh my fucking god. (laughs) So let's ask that wascally wabbit. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) And the German's like, oh no, no, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, yeah, that makes sense. Total sense, yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. Oh well, uh, that that makes sense. Uh, because uh... <laughs> these Americans they eat Kuman's carrots. Wow. Holy fuck! I hope fuck. you feel fucking. I hope you feel fucking big. <laughs> this is the most racist 
podcast that you all have done, and I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn it, Lava. Fucking stereotypical Polish shit, the stereotypical German shit. Oh my god. What you've done, you fucking... I, I have ruined you guys. You are... We- I mean, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, I can't wait to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, here we are talking about Polish people. <laughs> oh, but I can't take it out because now I'm talking about my ancestor Ludwig Bumbach. <laughs> Oddly transition it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait. Uh, so, what do you think about Back to the Future 2? Uh, my uh, relation, Loic Baumberg, everybody. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, I'm just going to take control of this situation. Lava. Yes, is there, yes, ma'am. Is there anything you would like to promote or share with the kids before we wrap this up? With kids, no. <laughs> uh, before... <laughs> Everybody else. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, uh, Twitch, all that. You can find it under uh, Lava Monster Zero Three Three One. If you go to my Twitch or to my TikTok, in it you'll find a link tree uh, link that you can go to, and you'll find our Discord server on it. On my Twitch, there's like three different places to find our Discord server. <laughs> um, everybody's welcome to come in, hang out. Don't matter if you actively game or what you do. We uh, we're pretty welcoming community, and we just like to have people coming in and hanging out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, Monster Gaming Group. There's a whole bunch of us over there that do different types of streams and stuff. So. Come on over, and uh, if you check me out on Twitch, you scroll to the bottom of my About page, you'll see people I recommend, and everybody on that list are part of Mantra Group, so uh, go check them out, and um, you'll see me uh, You'll see me a lot in Ginger Snap's uh, stream uh, making fun of her, and, uh, yes. and, and saying, I'm sorry, a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Exactly. That's that's very much it. Bullshit. Who? <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh-oh>. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Come on, wrap Ginger. It, wrap it up, girl. Nope. Okay, but hey, <laughs> uh, I would like to see if you would talk about your upcoming subathon. So the or, subathon, or, uh, yeah, it's the Saturday, right? Yep, yeah, the subathon will be over by yeah by the time but this the, goes uh, out. The uh, charity that you and I are doing will be uh, till like what the tenth of September. So I am. There's some things going on where I am going out of town here next week. I'm going to be out of town for a week. When I return. Um, Lava is teaming up with me to raise money for To Write Love in Her Arms. Um, national, or not national, Worldwide Suicide Prevention Day is September 10th. They've asked me to be a part in the fundraising efforts as a Twitch community, everybody raising money. The goal is to raise $70,000 as, as, a, as yeah. an entire group. 
Um, my goal, because it is five, five to six days that I'll be streaming um, to raise money for it, my goal is $500. If we meet that $500, we will be doing a live podcast recording on my Twitch channel. Um, and if we raise more than that, then there's more incentives along the way. But, um, goal is to raise $500. One thing I did want to point out, uh, as far as, like, the uh, people from my community, people from your community, anybody that might be listening to this, if To Write Love on Her Arms hits $1,500, uh, personally, I want to, uh, this Saturday which uh, will it'll be gone and over with by the time that this podcast comes out. Uh, Ginger will have some skulls that she is going to be showing. Mm-hmm. So if we hit $1,500 on our collective uh, charity drive that you and I are doing, mm-hmm. um, whoever, uh, I don't know, this is something that we need to talk about, but the highest bidder or a random person from the hitting 1500 will get a personalized uh, pinstriped skull uh, free of charge. Thank you. I, I, um, I can't wait to open my, my skulls cause I know they're coming in. I'm so fucking nervous. Oh, <laughs> but I just want you to like him. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to. So what Lava has buried the lead on in all of this is he's actually really good at line work. Um, I've been told by many people, and uh, from what I've seen of the line work on these before he's painted them, they're gorgeous. But I can't wait to see what they look like. Um, and I can't wait to see what this community can do. Um, for those of you who don't know, To Write Love in Our Arms is a suicide prevention charity and a mental health charity, especially for youth. And I've raised money for them before. And I can't wait to see what we do and see what this community pulls together because I set the bar Sometimes rather low, and the community just, like, knocks it out of the park and throws it in my face. Um, Yeah, I will say, uh, having been a member of your community for some months now, your community is among one of the best communities that I've been part of on Twitch um, and Discord for a while now. The people there genuinely actually give a fuck about each other Mm -hmm. and the people that come in, whether they're new people or existing people, it's just a, for me personally, it's a breath of fresh air. It's a, um, re-belief or a re, uh, resurgence of belief of the humanity side of things Mm -hmm. because of how much they actually care. So, I think uh, anything I can do to further people, to drive people to do stuff like this, as well as being a veteran who has put more people 
in the ground since coming back from a war zone than we did while we was there. Um, charities like this really strike home to me. And I just can't wait to see what we are able to do as a community, uh, you and I together. Yeah. To uh, really see what what really comes of it and how much we're able to do. That is uh, going to be great. Charity is a big, a big thing for me, as the three of us have discussed more than once in the past. Um, yes. I wouldn't be where I'm at without my friends and the people who've supported me. So for me to be able to not only try to give back to, like, you guys, and in the silly way that is this podcast, or donating to their charity events, or throwing a lurk in the channel while I'm still working, or whatever it is, having people that stand beside me and behind me when I'm doing charity events, or when I'm doing, like, the subathon that's going to be over by the time this podcast comes out. It's... <laughs> it's one of those things that I will... I try to never take for granted. Hell yeah. So... And you do you really have an awesome community surrounded you. I, and I'm just uh, very, very happy to be considered part of it, because there are some really awesome people involved that no matter... What random ass time I hop in chat, there's at least three or four names that I recognize right off the get go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I am so lucky to have the community that I have. So, and that's you guys listening. That, 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 that's you guys. I love you. Love your ear holes in a non creepy and consensual way. <laughs> allegedly. Oh, don't allegedly me sir <laughs> don't you dare but no I Lava it has been an absolute blast and an absolute pleasure um, I've enjoyed this so much so many laughs so many ridiculous things that oh my god I feel sorry for Druid for having to uh, edit. <laughs> happened to edit this. <laughs> yep. Um, I love you, Druid. I'm a Druid 2.0. I'm a professional. <laughs> oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> and that's the uh, that's the Ginger Talks podcast, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you guys so I much. Could be on the last episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I love y'all spaces, and y'all have a great one. Thank you, Lava. Thank you, Drew. Thank you, everybody listening. Have a good rest of your time zone.